Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today's the 24th day of February. Welcome. So great to be here with you today. I hope you're having a good day. And if not, may the peace of the Lord be with you. May the joy of the Lord be your strength. These are some things that I have been reminding myself. I've had a pretty tough, <laughs> pretty tough past couple of weeks. Everything's good. Everything's okay. Um, but just like reminding myself, okay, Lord, I know you're in this. I know you're here. I know you care. I know that you're with me, even in the moments that maybe just feel like mundane or feel unholy. I guess just like the, you know, I think sometimes people think like the Lord is only there with us when we're singing worship on Sunday or like when the sermon is being preached. And he, I believe that He is, but that's not. He's not limited to that. Um, he can be with you anywhere while you're driving your kids to school, while you're going to school, while you're going to work, um, while you are working, while you're at school, while you're being a stay-at-home mom and a stay-at-home dad. You, you know, like the Lord is omnipresent; He's everywhere. There's no limit to His presence, and so I think when we get into little ruts, sometimes it's important. To remind ourselves the truth and some scriptural truth. And that's why it's important that we know his word so that we can remind ourselves of his word and his truth. So, with that being said, let's jump into the word today. We are in Numbers 3 through 4, continuing on with the New Living Translation for this week. This is the family line of Aaron and Moses, as it was recorded when the Lord spoke to Mount to Moses on Mount Sinai. The names of Aaron's sons were Nadab, the oldest, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. These sons of Aaron were anointed and ordained to minister as priests. But Nadab and Abihu died in the Lord's presence in the wilderness of Sinai when they burned before the Lord the wrong kind of fire, different than he had commanded. Since they had no sons, this left only Eleazar and Ithamar to serve as priests with their father, Aaron. Then the Lord said to Moses, Call forward the tribe of Levi and present them to Aaron the priest to serve as his assistants. They will serve Aaron and the whole community, performing their sacred duties in and around the tabernacle. They will also maintain all the furnishings of the sacred tent, serving in the tabernacle on behalf of all the Israelites. Assign the Levites to Aaron and his sons. They've been given from among all the people of Israel to serve as their assistants. Appoint Aaron and his sons to carry out the duties of the priesthood. But any unauthorized person who goes too near the sanctuary must be put to death. And the Lord said to Moses, Look, I have chosen the Levites from among the Israelites to serve as substitutes for all the firstborn sons of the people of Israel. The Levites belonged to me, for all the firstborn males are mine. On the day I struck down all the firstborn sons of the Egyptians, I set apart for myself all the firstborn in Israel, both of people and of animals. They are mine, and I am the Lord. The Lord spoke again to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai. He said, Record the names of the members of the tribe of Levi by their families and clans. List every male who is one month old or older. So Moses, list, Moses listed them, just as the Lord had commanded. Levi had three sons. 
whose names were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The clans descended from Gershon were named after two of his descendants, Libni and Shimai. The clans descended from Kohath were named after four of his descendants, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uzeel. The clans descended from Merari were named after two of his descendants, Mahalai and Mushai. These were the Levite clans, enlisted according to their family groups. The descendants of Gershon were composed of the clans descended from Libni and Shimai. They were 75,000 males, one month old or older among these Gershonite clans. They were assigned the area to the west of the tabernacle for their camp. The leader of the Gershonite clans was Elisaph, son of Lael. These two clans were responsible for to take care for the tabernacle, including the sacred tent with its layers of coverings, the curtain at its entrance, the curtains of the courtyard that surrounded the tabernacle and altar, the curtain at the courtyard entrance, the ropes and all the equipment related to their use. The descendants of Kohath were composed of the clans descended from Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uzeel. There were 8,600 males, one month old or older, among these Kohathite clans. They were responsible for the care of the sanctuary, and they were assigned the area south of the tabernacle for their camp. The leader of the Kohathite clans was Elizaphan, son of Uzeel. These four clans are responsible for the care of the ark the table, the lampstand, the altars, the various articles used in the sanctuary, the inner curtain, and all the equipment related to their use. Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, was the chief administrator over all the Levites, with special responsibility for the oversight of the sanctuary. The descendants of Merari were composed of the clans descended from Mahalai and Mushai, there were 6,200 males, one month old or older, among these Merite clans. They were assigned the area north of the tabernacle for their camp. The leader of the Merite clans was Zurel, son of Abihel. These two clans were responsible for the care of the frames supporting the tabernacle, the crossbars, the pillars, the bases, and all the equipment related to their use. They were also responsible for the posts of the courtyard and all their bases, pegs, and ropes. The area in front of the tabernacle in the east towards the sunrise was reserved for the tents of Moses and of Aaron and his sons, who had the final responsibility for the sanctuary on behalf of the people of Israel. Anyone other than a priest or Levite who went too near the sanctuary was to be put to death. When Moses and Aaron counted the Levite clans at the Lord's command, the total number was 22,000 males, one month old or older. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now count all the firstborn sons in Israel who are one month old or older, and make a list of their names. The Levites must be reserved for me as substitutes for the firstborn sons of Israel. I am the Lord, and the Levites' livestock must be reserved for me as substitutes for the firstborn livestock of the whole nation of Israel. So Moses counted the firstborn sons of the people of Israel, just as the Lord had commanded. The number of firstborn sons who were one month old or older was 22,273. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take the Levites as substitutes for the firstborn sons of the people of Israel, 
and take the livestock of the Levites as substitutes for the firstborn livestock of the people of Israel. The Levites belong to me. I am the Lord. There are 273 more firstborn sons of Israel than there are Levites. To redeem these extra firstborn sons, collect five pieces of silver for each of them, each piece weighing the same as the sanctuary shekel, which equals 20 giras. Give the silver to Aaron and his sons as the redemption price for the extra firstborn sons. So Moses collected the silver for redeeming the firstborn sons of Israel, who exceeded the number of Levites. He collected 1,365 pieces of silver on behalf of these firstborn sons of Israel, each piece weighing the same as a sanctuary shekel. And Moses gave the silver for the redemption to Aaron and his sons, just as the Lord had commanded. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Record the names of the members of the clans and families of the Kohathite division of the tribe of Levi. List all the men between the ages of 30 and 50 who are eligible to serve in the tabernacle. The duties of the Kohathites and the tabernacle will relate to the most sacred objects. When the camp moves, Aaron and his sons must enter the tabernacle first to take down the inner curtain and cover the Ark of the Covenant with it. They must take then they must cover the inner curtain with fine goatskin leather and spread over that a single piece of blue cloth. Finally, they must put the carrying poles of the ark in place. Next, they must spread a blue cloth over the table where the bread of the presence is displayed. And on the cloth, they will place the bowls, ladles, jars, pitchers, and special bread. They must spread a scarlet cloth over all this. And finally, a covering of fine goatskin leather on top of the scarlet cloth. Then they must insert the carrying poles into the table. Next, they must cover the lampstand with a blue cloth, along with its lamps, lamp snuffers, trays, and special jars of olive oil. Then they must cover the lampstand and its accessories with fine goatskin leather and place the bundle on a carrying frame. Next, they must spread a blue cloth over the gold incense altar and cover this cloth with fine goatskin leather. Then they must attach the carrying poles to the altar. They must take all the remaining furnishings of the sanctuary and wrap them in a blue cloth, cover them with fine goatskin leather, and place them on the carrying frame. They must remove the ashes from the altar for sacrifices and cover the altar with a purple cloth. All the altar utensils, the fire pans, meat forks, shovels, basins, and all the containers must be placed on the cloth, and a covering of fine goatskin leather must be spread over them. Finally, they must put the carrying poles in place. The camp will be ready to move when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the sacred articles. The Kohathites will come and carry these things to the next destination, but they must not touch the sacred objects or they will die. So these are the things from the tabernacle that the Kohathites must carry. Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, will be responsible for the oil of the lampstand, the fragrant incense, the daily grain offering, and the anointing oil. In fact, Eleazar will be responsible for the entire tabernacle and everything in it, including the sanctuary and its furnishings. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Do not let the Kohathite clans be destroyed from among the Levites. This is what you must do so that they will live and not die when they approach the most sacred objects. 
Aaron and his sons must always go in with them and assign a specific duty or load to each person. The Kohathites must never enter the sanctuary to look at sacred objects for even a moment or they will die. And the Lord said to Moses, Record the names of the members of the clans and families of the Gershonite division of the tribe of Levi. List all the men between the ages of 30 and 50 who are eligible to serve in the tabernacle. These Gershonite clans will be responsible for general service and carrying loads. They must carry the curtains of the tabernacle, the tabernacle itself with its coverings, the outer coverings of fine goatskin leather, and the curtain for the tabernacle entrance. They are also to carry the curtains for the courtyard walls that surround the tabernacle and altar. The curtain across the courtyard entrance, the ropes, and all the equipment related to their use. The Gershonites are responsible for all these items. Aaron and his sons will direct the Gershonites regarding all their duties, whether it involves moving the equipment or doing other work. They must assign the Gershonites responsibility for the loads they are to carry. So these are the duties assigned to the Gershonite clans at the tabernacle. They will be directly responsible to Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. Now record the names of the members of the clans and families of the Merarite division of the tribe of Levi. List all the men between the ages of 30 and 50 who are eligible to serve in the tabernacle. Their only duty at the tabernacle will be to carry loads. They will carry the frames of the tabernacle, the crossbars, the posts, and the bases. Also, the posts of the, for the courtyard walls with their bases, pegs, and ropes, and all the accessories and everything else related to their use. Assign the various loads to each man by name. So these are the duties of the Mararite clans at the tabernacle. They are directly responsible to Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. So Moses, Aaron, and the other leaders of the community listed the members of the Kohathite division by their clans and families. The list included all the men between 30 and 50 years of age who were eligible for service in the tabernacle. And the total number came to 2,750. So this was the total of all those from the Kohathite clans who were eligible to serve at the tabernacle. Moses and Aaron listed them, just as the Lord had commanded through Moses. The Gershonite division was also listed by its clans and families. The list included all the men between 30 and 50 years of age who were eligible for service in the tabernacle. And the total number came to 2,630. So this was the total of all those from the Gershonite clans who were eligible to serve at the tabernacle. Moses and Aaron listed them, just as the Lord had commanded. The Merarite division was also listed by its clans and families. The list included all the men between 30 and 50 years of age who were eligible for service in the tabernacle. And the total number came to 3,200. So this was the total of all those from the Merarite clans who were eligible for service. Moses and Aaron listed them, just as the Lord had commanded through Moses. So Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of Israel listed all the Levites by their clans and families. All the men between 30 and 50 years of age who were eligible for service in the tabernacle and for its transportation numbered 8,580. When their names were recorded, as the Lord had commanded through Moses, each man was assigned his task and told what to carry. And so the registration was completed, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. 
God, I thank you for your people. I thank you that there's so much in the Bible that we read that is good and that is encouraging and that stirs our hearts to a place of redirection and where we say, this worked for this person. They really followed you, Lord. They really chose your ways. And and sometimes we read, wow, this did not work out for them. Lord, help me to not go my own way or lean on my own understanding because I'm just not as knowing as you are. I don't, I, I, my ways are not your ways. And so God, I just thank you that really your word is such a beautiful testimony of your people and you, your heart for your people that is in constant pursuit of them. And I thank you for today's reading there. We just read the family line and we read about registering families and registering of tribes and the descendants. And God, I just thank you for your redemption and for your art that is family and restoration, reconciliation. We see that time and time again. And so I just pray that as we continue to read your word, that you would expand our vision, expand our knowledge, Lord, that we would um, pursue your wisdom and that we would have a deeper understanding of your heart and your nature for your people. And I thank you for it. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. If you have prayer requests and things that you would like prayer for, we have a prayer request line. I'm sure you've heard of it by now. You can call in at 800-583-2164. And if you listen through the app, you can record your prayer requests through there. And those get sent in and played at the end of every day's podcast. So please feel free to use that. We also have a place where you can connect with other um, people here in the community. And it's facebook.com forward slash daily audio Bible chronological. So I encourage you to check that out as well. It's also a great resource. That is all for today. I'm China. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hello, everyone. This is Sonia in Austin, Texas. And I'm just calling in uh, two main prayer requests, if y'all don't mind. Uh, the first one is from my mother-in-law, my husband, and myself to adjust better my mother-in-law is coming up on the one-year anniversary of her living with us. Um, she's going to be 86 in a couple of weeks. And my husband seems to be getting angrier. Um, just she's reverting to treating him like a child. Um, so for those of you that have already taken care of a parent, uh, just the understanding and the prayer. I'd appreciate it. And then the other one is for what God wants me to do for the next school year and well, more than one year will be affected. But the last couple of years, five years or so till I can retire, what school he wants me to be in. I'm in a school right now that many would consider easy. Um, doesn't go above kindergarten. 
but I feel like I need to go back into a more challenging school. Um, so just pray that God puts me where I'm supposed to be and I know what the right thing to do is. I appreciate it. I love y'all. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, good morning. This is for, this is Daphne, and calling in to pray for um, walking in the light, I believe, in Tennessee. Um, the mom who has a, an adult child who's a son who's come back home, and there's some challenges there. I want to uh, encourage you that um, God's Word tells us that children are to honor their parents. And um, we also know that it's important to have boundaries as well. So you are to be committed to open your doors to your grown children, have them come back, help them in a time of need. It happens. Um, but I pray that um, in the midst that instead of the screaming and yelling, which we tend to do, we all, we all get angry and we do that because we're not getting our way. Um, sometimes it's appropriate, sometimes it's not. But I say that um, to encourage you to, um, to be okay setting boundaries, to work on um, a covenant, if you will, with your grown child. The, you, are, you, you can stay here under these circumstances. And if you don't meet those circumstances, you all together have to determine what has been the appropriate step. Um, peace and joy um, should be the goal for both of you all for the experience for as long as he's there. So, Father God, I just thank you for this mom, for her heart, for her desire to help and to, um, uh, to be there for her son. I pray that there is peace and joy and harmony, that um, the uh, disagreement and the, the rough places would be smoothed out and that they would seek you as a family, Lord God, in this circumstance. We thank you in advance for how you are going to uh, deliver this family to a place of peace and comfort and joy. It's in your name. Amen. Good morning, Dabsy. This is Tanya calling in from Suffolk. Talani, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your testimony. It's such a wonderful feeling um, to see when God uh, manifests things, allow things to come to pass. So once again, thank you so much for sharing your testimony and continue to stand on God's word. And I also want to pray for um, Nick that's dealing with anxiety. Heavenly Father, I lift up Nick to you right now, Father. Uh, dealing with depression, I'm sorry, Heavenly Father. I lift up Nick to you. And I'm asking right now, Lord God, that you should remove, renew his mind. I come against a depression right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm asking, Lord God, you remove in and everything, Father, that is not of you in your son Jesus' name. Amen. And also, um, you guys, I'm asking for prayer for my daughter, Kiana. Um, she was actually dealing um, into spirituality, dealing with um, crystals and things of that nature, tarot cards. And I thank God that she has been delivered from those things. She has given her life to Christ. But as of now, she's dealing with um, spiritual warfare, spiritual attack. And it's actually, it's, it's weighing heavily on her. And I'm asking you guys just to keep her in prayer. And I just bind that enemy right there in the mighty name of Jesus. I cast out any demon or anything that's not of God to try to come against her body, her mind. And you guys, I just want to thank you right now, just giving God the praise in advance. And I just, like I said, I love you all. And like I said, she's really going through it. I know God can do the impossible. You guys have a good day. Hi, this is Jessica in Texas, and I find myself needing a little prayer. 
I am no longer a good fit for my employer that I've been with now for 15 years. I am no longer in a good spot where I'm living and would like to move closer to my family. And I am really feeling the pressure of everything <laughs> and trying desperately to figure out what's the world and what's me and hold on to God as strongly as I can. And will you all please help me with that? Many blessings and thank you. Thank you.